Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello, my dear sweet friend. How are you? So honored to be connecting with you and spending a few minutes together today. As always, this is the Stephanie Stevens Show podcast. I'm Stephanie Stevens, and I have a little invitation for you today about Karen. You know anybody named Karen? If not, have you ever heard the phrase, she is such a Karen? Or how about this? Quit being such a Karen. Okay, we're going to get into this in just a second. But first, I want to thank you so much for sharing this podcast. If there is content that you've enjoyed that you think might be useful to others, please go ahead and continue to share. Also, if you would rate the podcast, that would allow other totally incredible and amazing go-getters just like you to find this podcast. And finally, if you would go ahead and please subscribe, if you haven't already, that will always alert you to when there's a brand new podcast episode. Okay. So my podcast is designed to really dive into communications and how to help you tap into your best, highest forms of communication, the way you're designed based on your giftings for such a time as this, and how we can help you expand and express yourself in your best modes of communication because communication is the key to freedom in every area of your life. So I got thinking about this the other day because I heard somebody say, oh, yep, there somebody describing a situation by which they were in line and they believed and felt that they were standing behind a quote, Karen, okay? Now, if you've never heard this phrase before, it's sort of this pop culture phenomenon now phrase that Americans use for somebody who is, um, well, the Urban Dictionary describes them in words I'm not going to repeat here because it's just gross and vile. But, but you think about this when it's typically a woman who is speaking up or complaining or maybe even the idea or notion is that she's coming across as nagging or uh, just over the top, maybe complaining about something in line or yelling at a waitress at a restaurant or something like that, okay? You get the picture. It's not pleasant, put it that way. And I got thinking, first of all, for every Karen in the world, God bless you, and I'm sorry. Why the name Karen? Like, where, how did that start? Let's go beyond that. Why is it specific to women? And I guess people are using it for men now too, but it started that way to describe a specific kind of woman, okay, who is communicating in a specific kind of a way. I got thinking about this. I thought there's so, this is interesting. Is there a, a, a man version of this? Perhaps there is. I've heard the phrase a couple of times, don't be such a Ned. Okay. Now the idea again is you're bothersome, you're too much, you're nerdy, you're communicating about things in a manner that is either over the top or maybe it's unbecoming to others around you. Okay. So I hope you've never been called a Ned or a Karen. Um, I don't know that I have, at least not to my face. However, I get the point and uh, I want to talk about it because I think it has something to do, this is my theory, that it has something to do with seasons in life. 
For example, as I was thinking about this and I thought, Karen, what, how strange, why the name? What, what is that? Because I happened to have had a neighbor named Karen. Right. All right. I'm just going to leave it there, but I, I found it to be curious. And, um, I thought to myself, isn't it funny that Karen, the name, I mean, if you really unpack that, if you and I are just talking, Karen could also be described as caring. You, you could almost mishear Karen for caring. If you were talking really fast, well, somebody's caring about da-da-da-da. It sounds like Karen, and Karen sounds like caring. Okay, go with, just follow me. I know this feels like a rabbit trail. Follow me, though. I promise I'm going somewhere with this. Okay, as I thought about that, I thought, well, isn't that so funny and curious? If you asked somebody who was being described in any given interaction as a Karen, she would tell you that she's trying to communicate something because she cares, caring, Karen, get it, Karen, about something that's important to her or him, okay? So I think what happens is that during certain stages of our lives, when we're younger, perhaps in our less wise years, we're a little uh, boisterous and we think we know everything. And so we, ah, you know, we, we have an opinion about everything. We talk, 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 talk. There's really very little discretion being used. We just kind of let things fly off of our tongue and speak our minds. And that's supposed to be noble. Then you hit a certain period uh, in your, in your growing years where that's not as interesting or advantageous because there are social implications for that. And if you're somebody who's moving into the next phase of life where you want to settle down, get married, have children or have pets or just be a good neighbor, whatever the case may be, you don't want to come across that way because that's less socially viable. That's uh, less admirable. You, you want to be known as somebody who's easy to get along with. This can lead to people pleasing and oftentimes does in the right personality types. After that stage of life, and perhaps you're in a family, and let's say you're somebody who had children and you've raised your children, and your children are now growing and you've, they've gotten us to be a certain age and you're wisening in your years. I think what happens is that the pendulum swings a little bit again, to the other side. And what I mean by that is I think we reach a point where we believe we've earned our stripes. We've been through a thing or two. We've been through enough. Life has, you know, kind of jostled us around a little bit. And we have a shorter, smaller threshold for BS. In other words, when we experience, let's say, bad customer service, for example, and we know that it's not fitting good or right, we say something about it. Instead of just shrugging our shoulders like we may at a different season of our life and saying, well, I mean, it's not their fault. I mean, I don't want to make a big deal of it. You know what I mean? I sh- you know, or being embarrassed that somebody you're with speaks to the bad customer service. You know, we want to shrink under the table or under the chair and hide and pretend we're not with this person. As you grow in your years and your your threshold for BS shrinks, and you become less tolerant of things like that because, again, you, you have found now your values. You have found value in things like getting a good value for your dollar or good customer service when you've paid for something or the value of being a good neighbor or um, the value of 
um, taking turns merging onto the highway, <laughs> whatever the case may be, you learn that there are certain specific standards that you are willing to adhere to, that you are willing to offer society or your community. And here's the, here's the kicker. You expect or desire the same in return. And when you are not met with like-kind behavior, it incites you to perhaps say something about it or step in or take note or draw attention to so that a correction can be made, right? There's always room for course correction. So I have noticed this and I thought, I wonder if this is an age thing because I've, I've followed my own life pattern a little bit. And I thought, man, sure. I mean, when I was a certain age, I knew everything and everyone else was dumb. And, you know, I've seen my own kids go through this. Then in those, you know, early sort of wanting to settle down and create a family years, I became far, probably too people-pleasing, far too people-pleasing and acquiesced to the behest of others to the degree that I really did compromise myself in so many ways, my own values, my own dreams, my own goals, because Again, this bigger picture swirls around in our minds about having, having a family and creating the perfect scenario and living this life that we hope to achieve in as sane as a way possible. And yet that takes the cooperation of others. So we often find ourselves acquiescing so that we can get you know, the help and cooperation and partnership of others. Then you reach another stage where you've made it in a couple of arenas. You've got some confidence. You've proven that you can handle some situations. You've got a little grit. And now you're back to speaking the things that are valuable to you. And when somebody violates a value of ours, it is instinctive to let them know. It's instinctive to either create a barrier and a boundary or retreat and get defensive and, 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 you know, retreat from the situation or stay away from that person because we learn very quickly, they violate my core values and just being around them doesn't make me feel comfortable. So there are options in terms of the behavior or the mechanism we choose to cope with that particular situation. But I do think that we reach a certain stage, many of us, where we just start to say things and we're not afraid anymore of what people will think when we say or draw attention to something. Now, let's use the example of customer service. If there's something happening in a customer service arena, and can we all please agree, can we just agree that uh, the art of customer service is a thing of the past? I don't know what's happened to it. I don't, I don't know if it'll ever come back again, but things are not as they once were when it comes to serving a customer with a smile or the, the notion that the customer is always right and obviously within reason. There are belligerent, awful customers as well, and they should not be allowed or enabled or babied or coddled. That is an extreme. But within reason, you know, this art of being polite and courteous and offering service with a smile, that's just kind of gone out the window. So I think many of us, myself included, notice that. And so that's a disappointment. But when when uh, something needs to be addressed, then we're not afraid anymore to actually say, hey, you know what, this right here, this is not right. Or this over here, you know, that really shouldn't happen again. 
I think we're just, we found our voice, we have our mode of communication, and we're interested in bettering the situation and the landscape as a whole. So I think it's okay to speak the truth. It is all about how we say what we say. It is good to address things that are off or out of alignment or outside of the realm of proper or outside of your standard and the expectation that you are setting for a situation or a person. When that standard is not reciprocated, it is okay to address that. It's okay to draw attention to that and ask for a course correct. I think that's different from the imagination we get when we hear people accusing other people of being a Karen. I think this is simply finding our voice, utilizing our voice in the best mode we can and speaking that item as it were speaking truth in love. Because just about anything within reason, of course, eliminating major extremes, just about anything can be said if we find the right way to say it. And just a friendly reminder, one of the best ways to say something or address something or solve something is to ask questions. And so it's just another one of those techniques again that helps the person on the other end come to the same conclusion that you'd like for them to arrive at. That's my little feedback and my little two cents on the whole Karen phenomenon. Please do adjust for inflation and have a wonderful rest of the day, my friend. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.